Oh, look out! It's opposing media. Oh, hey! Whoa, it's flying all over the place. Hey, it's opposingmedia.com in the face. <laughs> we are coming at you live here tonight from downtown Santa Rosa. We are Matlock Zumsteg. We are. We are Matlock Zumsteg. We're all Matlock Zumsteg. And we are Adam Aragon. And we are Stephen Thomas. And that makes us opposing media, the podcast ways. Resistance is futile. It's December 19th, 2014. You're listening to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. You lucky listener, you. Look at you, blessed, blessed with us. That's right. Tis the season to be thankful for us. Exactly. Stay warm with thoughts of us. (laughs) We're warm with you. Exactly. All right. Hey, remember also, tomorrow night, something exciting is happening. (laughs) I I just get, tomorrow night is really fun stuff. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be awesome we'll see you there goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and then come over to my house okay bye <laughs> punch and pie uh, tomorrow night we're doing uh, tomorrow night it's the KWTF uh, they will be live streaming Nostalgia Fest tomorrow night December 20th neat from 5pm to midnight I, what is Nostalgia Fest? Nostalgia Fest Nostalgia is going to be awesome. Fest. We're just going to watch Gleaming the Cube with Christian Slater over and over again. Oh, That's my yeah. nostalgia. I love it when he goes under the semi-truck. That's my favorite. What is Nostalgia Fest? Nostalgia Fest, I'm glad you asked, is a benefit for the Phoenix Theater. Uh, in Petaluma. In Petaluma. Uh, you know the Phoenix Theater. It's Caddy Corner to Volpe's Italian Restaurant, where they got that cool little bar in the back. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix Theater is a great place. I've seen a lot of bands there. I think the last band I saw there was the Phenomenots. Oh, no, no. No Means No. I saw No Means No oh, yeah. at the Phoenix Theater. I grew up going during to concerts a th- there. Yeah. Thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> that was rad. It was during a thunderstorm, and... All the power went out. <laughs> the guitarist and the singer and everybody stopped, and the drummer kept playing because <laughs> he had his eyes closed and he had his like earphones <laughs> for like a good thirty seconds, and then he opened his eyes. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, it was great." But uh, this is going to be a pretty exciting show. Uh, in the lineup is uh, Schlong. Mm. <laughs> so, I feel like that's so, the first but, one that you pick out of and, the lineup. And let me tell you, look at the flyer. It's the biggest the first thing you see is schlong they're, they're at, that's what people say about me all the time <laughs> i gotta say they come fast and hard and they have a pretty long set yeah right 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 that's funny i saw them once and they like started really hard and then they just kind of faded out i saw it where they finished their set really early right and uh you know and and they ended prematurely and yeah. then the whole band took a nap <laughs> exactly and the crowd left disappointed <laughs> they're big they're pretty big guys too they fill the stage oh yeah 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 they do it's, the girthy. <laughs> They're all okay. That's just, that's that was, <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a lot all of schlong jokes. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we can make about like with schlong was also well, yeah. a band. I was I was starting to degrade into like elementary. Like they're all long guys. <laughs> they get excited. Hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, other than uh, the Mighty Schlong, uh, there's also... The Mighty Schlong, that's an even better name for a band. (laughs) They're just called Schlong. Uh. I prefer to (laughs) preface them as Mighty. Uh, Along with them is going to be something called the Skirt Boys. I'm sorry, I don't recognize a lot of the bands, no disrespect. Uh, The Skirt Boys, uh, Dr. Frank of the Mr. T Experience. 
Hmm. Uh, Escape hmm. Engine, uh, Fight Like Fight, uh, Slow Gherkin. Nice. Uh, Slow Gherkin. I should have yeah, known that earlier because they're school, yeah. old school ska, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Librarians, which has got to be my favorite <laughs> actually two, band name. It's actually two women who are librarians who do not sing. <laughs> exactly. They uh, just they these... shush the audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Chomp Hard. Chomp Hard. Do you think Chomp Hard will follow <laughs> Schlong, or do you think they'll be later? I think you'd want to keep those two as far apart as possible. Well, uh, no means no. And then, so, oh, maybe it's Chomp Hard featuring Tom Gaffey. I can't read sense. flyers anymore. I'm 37 years old. Let's get on Either with way, the show. It's, a, it's anyway, a bunch of classic bands coming yeah. through yeah. town to support the Phoenix Theater. Uh, 6 p.m. doors, Saturday, December 20th. Uh, so, it's a sliding scale, $10 to $35 for tickets. And tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. to midnight. Yep. Is that at the Phoenix, correct? Yep. Correct. <laughs> no, it's actually at <laughs> I just small... said, could have been ironic. Yeah. It's at Ted's house. <laughs> All proceeds go directly to the Phoenix. We're trying to help out the Phoenix Theater. It's a landmark. It's awesome. A lot of people were made bad decisions there when they were young and <laughs> I was say, are living with them to this day. <laughs> has the Phoenix Theater been like on the brink of shutting down for like 15 years like i feel like they're always struggling they're always right almost about to go i hear it a lot like yeah. and I, it's it saddens me because i grew up going there it's one of the only big cool venues around right so i i do support supporting them but man support them so hard they need to stop doing <laughs> everybody really needs to come out like bring yeah. your gold bullion yeah. down and just sell like... your grandma's watch and get down there yeah or just come on down to the show. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, there's a certain point where I just will not support somebody anymore. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you need to stand on your own two feet. <laughs> We're not selling this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, well, come I'm, on. I'm, I'm, <laughs> nostalgia Fest. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be fun. Uh, you know, it is. No, it is. Come on. Is that? No, you're, you're good. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, come on, you know, slow gherkin's going to be there. That, slow, that's slow the only type rad, of gherkin yeah. you should be accustomed to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going on in the Shop. news, uh, opposing media likes to notice that, uh, you know, um, comedy has power. And uh, we were wondering what kind of movie could we make that would, uh, you know, just completely piss off a totalitarian regime so this is i imagine in response to the backlash from the movie the interview correct Mm -hmm. right correct the movie the interview which was potent enough to have the president make a speech this morning wow really really? our president yes go on i'm listening well uh they're basically uh the fbi came out with a statement before that basically pinning the sony uh computer hack squarely on north korea like Mm -hmm. they're just like it came from you guys yeah and the president actually shamed for lack of a better word uh sony for pulling the movie because it was supposed to come out this weekend and sony pulled the picture because out of like being you know scared from yeah the theaters being bombed or something well not only that but there was a threats from the hackers saying uh that more information that was stolen in the hack would be released if they released it Mm -hmm. right they were gonna like basically damage sony pretty severely Mm. oh yeah no there's some pretty top secret stuff in those emails i mean well just people's credit card info and stuff too just tons and tons of that oh really right well, there's a lot of pictures of 
Famous stars in <laughs> compromising positions. Ken Watanabe making love to a PS4. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's pretty easy to find, actually. <laughs> yes, well. But, I mean, you know, what a potent film, right? This is just a comedy. It was a Seth... Uh, Seth Rogen, Rogen, James Franco. Yeah. Right. And uh, they did, uh, uh. The, the concept of that was, what, they're uh, people doing an interview with Kim Jong-un, right? Is that yeah, the, yeah, that's right. The current Fearless desperate... Leader. Uh, <laughs> Fearless leader, son of recently... Passed on fearless leader, yeah. and it reminded so me. Recent. It reminded me a lot of uh, Team America: World Police, which actually some theaters said that instead of playing the interview, yeah, that they would screen Team America, right? Yeah. And then they received threats saying right. that wouldn't fly either. Paramount pulled them, yeah. And so yeah. now, like, it's turned into this thing where it's like, well, we'll play something else. You can't even do that. Like, yeah, right. Stop right. joking about it. No one say a word. <laughs> yeah, it's right. gotten like very weird, like very free speech infringing. Like, yeah. Well, that's just a lot of influence and it opens the door for other hackers and countries and country yeah Yeah. exactly right i mean if if they notice that like giant mega entertainment corporations are going to be so easily swayed swayed let me go on a limb here though can we retaliate i mean apple lives here google lives here Let's destroy North Korea digitally. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, let's let's right. switch their propaganda machine to awesome and have uh, Obama be the new god there. So you're talking <laughs> about like uh, like an offensive. Um strike uh hacking strike like yeah, a yeah. military hacking strike uh, do we are we america are we like one of the biggest most powerful countries in the world right. do we have hackers do we have a few dozen computers in this country right. like, just an army of like yeah. cheeto stain <laughs> freaking yeah you know if, warcraft if, if, addicted if, self-touching if, if, <laughs> like if, smelly if blizzard <laughs> suddenly put up a uh, warning that you cannot play world of warcraft until you hack north korea at least once <laughs> the country would be in flames in five hours (laughs) 1.5 billion hackers yeah i mean and you know because you'd have to hack uh the north korean internet which is everything is just like www.gloriousleader.com slash whatever you know every other every other uh website address is like oh you can try www.google.no you can go to you can go to the only truth.un yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything's dot un. More pictures of me, dot un. Uh, anyway, yeah, North Korea is scary, but they, they strike me as, like, a tantrum-throwing child. I mean, they're not huge. They're not a, a right. superpower. They're not a huge country with a huge army. Like, right. they're relatively small, you know, and... Oh, yeah. No, they're uh, typically ridiculed by first world countries. Uh, I mean, well, remember that you keep threat that they... Stuff, then <laughs> remember, that, well, remember that video that they made that was like this fake, poorly fake chopped launch? together thing? Yeah, that looked like it was made by like some kid in high school in the <laughs> mid-90s or something. And like, it just showed this like like multicolored rocket like coming <laughs> at California or something, you know? And, and I remember there was even like speculation, like, could they get there? And like military analysts and stuff are like, no, it would fall in the water about 200 miles. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we, they can't. Don't even <laughs> so yeah, no. I, I always get the same impression. Like it's, but it, I mean, it's horrible. The things that happen there, the human rights violations there are just insane. I mean, it, for every crime, it's three generations of your family gets punished. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and the crimes, uh, something that can get that kind of a punishment includes watching like a Hollywood movie. 
So if you get caught watching a Hollywood movie like Titanic or something, your family is three generations. Your your family family has to watch Titanic forever. They all go to a prison camp and they die of famine. I'm trying to lighten the mood for our Christmas show. No, Merry uh, Christmas. I'm I'm moving. I'm moving to North Korea. Yeah, I mean it's just right. That's what Dennis Rodman did. And you could tell he was stoked. <laughs> He's been very happy. <laughs> well, the drugs here are good. And then I turn a blind eye. <laughs> but um, what what do we have to talk about that isn't that? Oh, no, I was just well, trying to know, think, like, what we kind of a movie talk could we yet. make? Oh, yeah. That, right. that, I'm, I'm trying to be an opportunist about like, the thing. Uh, like, what? what? Well, think of another don't uh, tin Ru- pot dictator. Yeah. There's not many left anymore. I get the, you know, mm, but uh, right. that we can... Make fun of to the point where they'll be like, hey. Well, do you think uh, we, we could start stuff with Russia? Like, could we do, like, don't tell the country Putin is dead or something like that? Oh, I think, like, a weekend like at, to, a weekend yeah. at Bernie's with the corpse of Putin. Mm-hmm. I think that would be good. Yes. yes. Uh, where, where it's Obama standing next to him trying to prop him up, and, like, he's just like, hey, he's fine, shaking his head around with uh, I just like just I, us with Putin, like, down in <laughs> just partying Miami <laughs> Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh... uh what is it? Um, oh, okay. Uh, Gotta take I, him to a gay club or something, like the Castro in San Francisco. Like, Yeah. You know, How about a, a hangover? Get a picture of him at the White Swallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about a hangover sequel starring the leaders of ISIS? <laughs> nice. Or whatever they're called now. Yeah, whatever. Evil. Evil core. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're so like, awful. now we're called Puff Daddy. Now we're called a symbol yeah. you can't pronounce. <laughs> like, That's right. ISIS is now Prince in the global scheme. Yeah. 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 How could we, how could we start a war with a movie? Well, uh, we don't. Well, yeah. Right. Uh, pretending directly to assassinate its leader. Like, mm-hmm. it seems to be yeah. a very straightforward jab. What's right. the name of the Canadian premiere, Stephen? What's Thomas, right? <laughs> no, it is a Stephen. No, I, I, no one knows who the hell runs Canada. If I, I don't think you could piss off the the Canadian premier. Do you They'd think you like, could oh, get good Canada joke. to attack? Yeah. To get well, yeah, that was pretty funny. Right. Eh? It's a better question. What would you have to do to get Canada to react like yeah. North Korea? There we go. Right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Boy. You would oh. have to just just completely ridicule winter sports <laughs> until your last dying <laughs> breath. A, a movie about curlers who rape children or something (laughs) why maple syrup should be banned worldwide (laughs) all canadian beer is crap the movie Um, (laughs) the french language so stupid (laughs) especially in the north just two hours of making fun of the word a boot well it sounds like we got all republicans north to canada Mm. yeah there we go. Yeah, we could uh, <laughs> we could hop skip everyone from the Mexican border to the Canadian border. As soon as they break go. in, you grab them. They go to Canada. Yeah, exactly. And you just, just keep ship releasing them, them yeah. north. Sorry, yeah, we'll give you a ride, but you can't stop here. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that's a movie or just an awesome idea. <laughs> it's called Passing the Buck. We what what, what movie would piss off Canada? Like what would we just make a movie about that and then show that it's actually a documentary and that we've been doing it? Right. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on. Totalitarian is keeping me cheerful yeah well you know it it's warming me up for the holidays <laughs> all right uh i've got because some oh. what is it matlock oh <laughs> i was just gonna say like uh if you want to cheer up i've got a list of celebrity deaths this year 
that, that's a change of tone. There right? we go. Yeah, you're that's welcome. what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Let's here's a it. list of celebrities we lost this year because uh, we earlier in, now, in our we find shows them again we were, or because this is uh, the opening segment of our Christmas, damn it, <laughs> edition of Opposing Media Podcast. Always here at KWTF. All right, we lost Bob Hoskins this year. Famed for okay? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? He's fine now. Did they find him? Tommy Ramone from the Ramones. Ah oh, man, I'm still yeah. upset about. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Anne B. Davis, she played uh, Alice on The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Apparently. I was just surprised she was still alive. I was I like, actually, she looked yeah. pretty old on like, that well, show. She must so. have been 109 or right. something. Shirley Temple died at 85 this no year. Way. Yeah. Are you okay. kidding? Wow. Yeah. No wow. more Shirley Temple movies. Resilient. Now when I order that drink, I'll feel even more grim. Did Every, you just say no more Shirley <laughs> yeah, Temple Yeah, anybody was, who was hoping for one last Shirley Temple movie, it's, it's out the <laughs> <Nope>. window now. <laughs> you think? Seeing her tap dance at 85. <laughs> you think there are all these hopeful script writers in Hollywood who went, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, I had a script for oh, her. <laughs> she was going to play with Nick Cage in a fantasy epic. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy epic. <laughs> God bless you, Miss Miss Temple. Miss Temple. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away. Yeah, that was yeah, brutal. That was brutal. Robin Williams. We yes. all know about that one. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I don't think anybody yeah. did. That's a little known. God, you, you know what? You no, know, now Robin Williams was a, he was a comedian. Um, oh, okay. And, and an actor. That one. <laughs> yeah, and he was in oh. more than a few movies. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, man, because that that came as such a big shock. Oh, yeah. When Michael Jackson dies, you let me know because then I my life is over. Because, oh, it won't happen for um, years. That guy's so well preserved. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. right? He's mostly made of polymer. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure he's no, like he's, a Terminator. So. Yeah, he's more weather resistant than age resistant <laughs> at this point. I think he's Amazing. Primarily Gore-Tex. Anyway, yeah, people use them to side their house. He runs on prescription drugs. That should work out well. Um, Maya Angelou passed oh, away. Wow. Yeah, right. A, Ouch. A blow to the world. There. Yeah, really. Pete Seeger. Good old. Yeah, it's still kind of a blow to the world. Not as big as Maya Angelou, but still unfortunate. It's not now, a competition. Let's, let's rate people like let's after their death. Like, were you now, now, yeah. now? Were you as important as Maya Angelou? Wow. Because you followed her up on this that's, list. That's uh, a tough act to follow. Yeah, right. I really hope that that's the theme of my eulogy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Stephen was not as good as the following people. <laughs> <laughs> However, better than some of these people, <laughs> some of whom I may be able to point out today <laughs> here in the crowd. Here we are the, sad to have lost Stephen, but we're not as sad as we would be if this person <laughs> just imagine his, if we lost his friend truly we can count our blessings that it was only Stephen that was taken on this day <laughs> and not one of these fine people <laughs> look at this face <laughs> uh, oh, okay moving on Sid Caesar oh, um, yeah right that your show hurts. of shows and uh, famous Mel Brooks comedian Mel Brooks is yeah. extraordinary yeah, yeah. Uh, John Henson, J- uh, Jim Henson's son, one of his sons. They Brian Henson is the one that runs right. the company, right? Exactly, okay. right. So we're so still the safe. Brother. There's still a somewhat decent hand up Kermit. That you good. Know. Thank yeah. God. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't think he does Kermit, but he's still touching Muppets. Um, <laughs> Bob Casale from the uh, band Devo passed away. Oh, no way. Yep. He was the, uh, what was he? He was a member. Uh, well, I don't know if he was the main. I like Devo, but I don't know who's who. That's fine. It's all right. He he managed to whip it good, and for the last and final time, yeah, he whipped life good. He, he did. did. <laughs> Truly, he did whip life good. <laughs> really good. 
Yeah. Uh, Phil Everly from the Everly Brothers. That's James his... James Rebhorn, who ah, you, I liked he, him. I did too. Sorry, and he's a great character. So he's actor. he's that character actor. He was in like the game oh, yeah, and a few yeah. other he's, movies. Uh, the cool, box. Cool and old guy. Yeah. You look him in, up, uh, James Rebhorn. He you'll you'll recognize him. He's probably Red, been Red like Horn? Rebhorn. R e b h o r n. He was in Red Meet Horn. the Parents. Yeah. No. He's been in a lot of stuff. I saw his picture and I was immediately like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those guy character actors is no longer character acting. Um, Bobby Womack is a famous musician. Uh, Lauren Bacall passed away at, on wow. a, a month before her 90th birthday. I she had no idea she had was a still stroke. alive. But Lauren Bacall. Yeah. Famous uh, from the Humphrey Bogart days and yeah. so yeah. forth. She was in a, the Clash song, too. Anyway. <laughs> That's what she's known for best, I think. Is <laughs> being being <laughs> mentioned whole, in a Clash The song, height yeah. of her achievement. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, she was immortalized in the Clash song. <laughs> Every achievement thus far, white clean vibe. <laughs> passing reference. <laughs> Bogart who? <laughs> um, Joan Rivers passed away this year. Did you know that? Did anybody hear that? I, thought she, was, I thought she literally was like, an automaton by now, wasn't she? Like a cyborg? She, I've heard she a, was. it's a joke that just hasn't set in yet yeah right Uh, it's it's a long one it's a long one I thought she was like the Terminator like living tissue over a you know biomechanical device she was but John Connor destroyed her this year oh okay that that is unfortunate (laughs) Joan Skynet (laughs) (laughs) sorry that got me (laughs) have you seen this girl that's my daughter (laughs) Melissa Um, Jack Bruce from Cream okay um Tom Maglis, uh, Magliozzi. I don't. I shouldn't laugh as I print it. Yeah. This guy died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> His name's funny though. Tom Magliozzi. I laugh because he's from NPR, uh, from Car Talk. But uh, I remember seeing like some. Oh, is he one of the guys? The Nick and Nack from Car Talk. Uh, yeah, I, I assume so. Oh, that's too bad. All right, moving on. Mike Nichols, uh, who directed The Graduate. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mickey Rooney passed away, finally. Oh, wow. Yeah. Been, been waiting for this. <laughs> I, should, finally. I shouldn't have said that. At, I'm least, sorry. at least he popped Literally, up in a Muppet movie like right before it's been like 20 him. years of my life going like, he's still alive? Like, Yeah, hmm. Mickey Rooney did seem to be an engine that would not quit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. He popped up in like one of the last yeah, Muppet he, yeah, movies. Yeah, he's in the Muppet movie like two years ago or something yeah. like that. Oh man. Yeah, for that... two seconds he's like, "Hey!" Waves at the camera. Yeah. I'm still alive. <laughs> Not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Attenborough. Oh wow. Uh, Welcome to yeah. Jurassic Park. That's, That's him. That's right. Mm-hmm. And Harold Ramis. Oh. Ah. Goodbye, Harold. Another Ramis. another comedy genius. Loss. I know, yeah, right? No it was kidding. a sad year for Hollywood. Yeah, and comedians. There's a lot of comedy. Joan There's a Rivers, lot of sad Robin comedians. Williams, oh, Harold man. Ramis. Like, those are some of the icons of comedy that I was raised on. Can you imagine if you were, like, friends with all of them? Like, if you were a comedian who was... Oh, well, I know you are, but <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> <If you're> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> look, looking left and right, and it's like, holy crap, they died. Holy crap, they off themselves. Oh, my God. Like, this year, all my friends are like... I, Mel Brooks, right now. Mel Brooks is having a hard time, I bet. Yeah, he probably. probably knew a lot of them. I'll bet. And Joan yeah. Rivers, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you for sure? Do you know that Joan Rivers and Mel Brooks together. on what? On Spaceballs. Oh, that's right. There's a Did you watch that thing on Netflix about Mel Brooks? There's a really good like Mel Brooks documentary on Netflix. Netflix I, I, I heard free. about it. I haven't seen it though, but yeah, I'd great. be down. Let's do that tonight. We'll he just narr- watch he it here on the air. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got nothing better to do. Right, Whatever. Who, right. Who's even listening to well, this? Let's a lot of watch people TV. Died. Let's move so on. That was, Christmas is fun. Yeah, that was 2014. What about uh, some of the better things? Who's going to die in 2015? Like, 2014. Let's place our bets. Well, no. Like what? Uh, 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 what did we do here at Opposing Media? Uh, at our show, we offended quite a few people. We did, well, all, well, all five of you listening. Yeah, we've offended five of you deeply offended several and times. And you keep coming back. Yes, right. If you're tuned in right now, you're a masochist. <laughs> we cut some of our uh, uh, cut some of our standby segments of our radio show. We sports have, we, is yeah, no we, longer something we do. We have eliminated sports from our lineup. It just well, wasn't funny. Sports. Uh, with we're going to be honest with you. Don't know anything <laughs> about sports. We've had some. Uh, we've had some guests. We had Matt. Cadigan, we had Jay Taylor. Oh uh, yeah, they were lo- great. Local celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, we're missing Joe Kroll tonight. Oh, we are. Is a uh, <laughs> flagship member. I didn't even notice. Oh my God, <laughs> Joe's not here. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's at home listening, oh, crying. Right I just now. thought he was not contributing as usual. Um, <laughs> and Joe, you know what you did. You know what you said. And you deserve this. Yeah, exactly. So sit in the corner, and you can come back next week. Exactly. If, you're good. if Ray Rice had to put go through all the things he had to go through, then you know, Joe. Yeah. Joe, what you did, Joe, yeah. Joe Kroll, fondly missed. <laughs> terrible person. Terrible, terrible man. <laughs> and yes, uh, but yeah, no. So we had the, we've had a pretty good run so far, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna charge into 2015. We're uh, going Slouch. for a new format where we have a guest every show. It's gonna be a lot of fun. You'll be hearing a lot of. It's new, gonna be a lot of fun. Why do I feel like I'm like a camp? director right now just and I'm pump just, us up champ I'm, I'm giving like the most boring speech <laughs> matlock pay attention we're gonna have uh, macaroni and cheese on thursdays from now on <laughs> it's gonna be great okay you know? and then um, the leftover macaroni we're gonna use to make pictures right uh the pool will now stay open till nine which is nice instead of eight forty-five. nice right? instead of eight, that extra 15 minutes it really helps yeah uh, yep. but you still have to lock up after you leave <laughs> Wow. That well, the energy remi- is high. That reminds me, we're in the middle because it's December 19th and just next week's right around the corner. That's right. It's Christmas, damn it. Hey, Christmas, damn it. Christmas, damn it. Uh, so, best slash worst ways to get loaded on Christmas. Best, uh, uh, eat a bunch of mistletoe. Uh, injecting, yeah. injecting eggnog hmm. with rum in it. Right? <laughs> that would be that would be the worst way because you're like this is doing barely anything and I could take this just I don't know. orally I and meant, it would be much I meant that more effective. That's the best way. Oh, you, free base tinsel. <laughs> you, you could huff tinsel fumes from tinsel burning. Right, that stuff they use to flock the tree. Yes, figure out something to do with <laughs> yeah. it. Smoke it, just smoke it. You could, <laughs> please put for, your mouth over it and breathe. I don't care. Just do something. For legal reasons, the flocking on Christmas trees is not recommended for an inhalation or usage. Uh, does everybody have? Does any, everybody? Does anybody have like a, a favorite uh, holiday drink or something? I know for myself, when Scotch. I did used to drink, I, I liked uh, <laughs> Seven and Sevens. Those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seagram Seven and Seven. Seven and Sevens are great. I never thought of them as a holiday thing in particular. Though. For me, it was always a Christmas drink. Hmm. Well, didn't yeah. you drink all the time? Yeah, but <laughs> that was different. I mean, you know, <laughs> whiskey is an all-day event. Yeah. No, well, you know, I, I uh, stopped drinking, but uh, when I was getting toward uh, later in life, I started to enjoy like whiskey or scotch, you know, just just by itself on the rocks, like mm-hmm. around the holidays, under a bridge. Yeah, right. Lonely out of a bottle with a bag around it. Right. Exactly. The guy next to me sleeping, who may or may not be dead. Yep. <laughs> Shoes wrapped in duct tape. Whether <laughs> his body's still warm, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and it's keeping me warm. Exactly. Until it runs out. 
I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> oh, boy. They get mad when they find you doing that, though. It'll keep you warm. But... It's so deplorable. Just the idea of the one bum. Did you cut him open it wow. in his stomach and sleep inside wow, of it? Phil, I thought you smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> He's all telling the cops on the way. And then I, I made said... The, and then I and said... Because you know that movie? They're just like, please stop, sir. Just, you're going, I don't want to be a cop anymore. The cops are like, okay, you can go. We need to fast track this guy to the chair. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Guilty. Go. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> That's why we painted the green line on the floor for cases like this. Run. Go. Get to fast lane. Run. He just He's dives like, in front of someone else. Half the reason I did it was because I came up with that line and I wanted to use it. So I just cut, cut open a bum mm. <laughs> it's good open a bum it's like, but I said it and so but nobody was around to hear <laughs> I'll do anything for a joke <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm starting to I'm starting to do comedy uh, oh speaking of holiday drinks yeah yeah actually, it reminds me actually, Christmas e- damn it yeah, e- eggnog what was it you put rum in it right is that rum or brandy brandy tequila, brandy and sure. eggnog that's it tequila with curdled milk yeah that is, is eggnog <laughs> and your, like nutmeg you're <laughs> like whole cloves of nutmeg uh, that you have to chew on no uh, eggnog and brandy that was that's a fine holiday drink to me really you, oh like have you tried it are you saying eggnog made with brandy you put you just add brandy to eggnog or you can blend it in okay um, but you just add some brandy to eggnog sounds delicious and it's quite good it's very soothing it's warming it's uh it's good it's a good holiday drink sounds like a fine drink yep. it does it does let's all have one here right now Certainly. We could use one, I think. <laughs> one of my family's uh, time-honored uh, uh, Christmas drink traditions has been uh, Bud Light. Hmm. Wow. In a can. And sure. then oh, Bud good, Light good. and then, and then a belt. To, yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> right. right. Like out of a shoe. It's nice because it's light. <laughs> Slow in calories. So, you, know. you know, you don't have to worry about that. It's good the, for you. With a lot of the Christmas foods, it's nice to, you know, have a cushion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about uh i drink pine salt mm, yeah. just because it's got that piney like like a christmas tree kind of i thought you were just trying Ooh. to kill yourself that too oh okay that's why it's a christmas drink it usually is around christmas sure yeah I no that makes sense like to drink pine salt that's nice yeah even if you throw up it's still kind of like right. hey <laughs> festive have you ever had pine salt with a little bit of brandy you I'm put gonna, a little brandy in I'm it. Gonna try. Yeah, yeah nice. really? It's just soothing. a drop. It's warm. Yeah. And it's a good holiday drink. It really balances it out. <laughs> you ever have a double double with a little bit of brandy? <laughs> you know what I like to do is just take a, a glass of brandy and uh, add a little brandy to it. Hmm. Yeah. I got to just try a that sometimes. It's a little good. bit more brandy. Just a touch. <laughs> it really brings out the flavor yeah. of the brandy. It's warm. It's soothing. It's a, it's a good holiday drink. Oh, yeah. Before I uh, came in tonight. I took a shower with just a little bit of brandy. Uh, <laughs> you smell so fantastic, and your eyes are really red. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Christmas, damn it. All I, right. I got to try a, bra- a brandy shower one day. Mm. Like, I, I did, I, I one day, I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, not, day, I'm not an alcoholic, but it sounds fun. Like, it sounds like yeah. I'm going to have, I'm going to take a day off. I'm going to bring a glass of whatever my favorite scotch or brandy or whatever and just yeah. stand in the shower and drink for like four or five hours. Side note. Yeah, uh, like Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Side uh, note there. If you are trying to look that up, Googling 
brandy shower does not bring up what you think it would. It's right. not not what you'd hope. <laughs> Although she's a very talented actress <laughs> and a model a, who is over eighteen, a, a skillful of age acrobat. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Stephen. You were about to transition. <laughs> you were segueing. You, you were segueing. I could tell. <laughs> We're here. We're with you. Yeah, you just... <laughs> you just lay bare the... the curtains back on the show. <laughs> here's the, here's the friggin' wizard. You know the man behind the microphone. <laughs> Expose the gears and pulleys and straps and such. Go so go ahead and take a look at that piece of paper with handwriting <laughs> yeah, on it on read, a clipboard read, read and your, tell me... Read your stupid clipboard and give us a segment. Yeah. Right here. Technology. That's right. That's right. Clipboard. I clipboard. I call it a pad. <laughs> Some sort of tablet. Uh, yeah, so, uh, no, we were just talking about the best and worst things of Christmas. What about foods? And you're not allowed to say fruitcake because that's just stupid. Uh, but but more good Christmas foods. I like those uh, cookies, uh, Pfeffernusen. They're like those uh, cookies that are covered are the, in yeah, white, white sugar. Powdered sugar. Yeah, powdered sugar. And they're like oh, yeah, yeah. kind of crumbly with mm-hmm. nuts in them. Gingerbread cookies with icing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I delicious. think it's one of, the, uh, one of the things I liked. You know what I used to make all the time? And uh, I still, yeah. yeah. Those are really good. Mm. Right. Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, rum balls. Uh, you ever had a yeah, rum ball? I've it's had like nibble wafers ground up with like uh, 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 cocoa powder, and then you roll it, and like you soak you it in rum. Soak it in rum, yeah, and then yeah. you roll it around in like powdered sugar, and it's just like ah, uh, rum ball. I had a lot of rum balls when I was eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Did Didn't you? we all? Yeah, <laughs> I had a rum ball back in college. <laughs> it was pretty rum good. Ball. That was an eight ball. Steve. <laughs> no, I was a rum ball. <laughs> I, I once had a rum ball in the Bronx. Couldn't tell where I started, and three other people ended too. Was All right, sweaty. Yeah, it's a rum ball. I like that that uh, habit of adding booze to like strange foods and stuff. I, I had uh, uh, rummy bears. They had rummy bears. Mm-hmm. It's rum soaked gummy bears. Hmm. Something huh. I saw recently. Huh. Have you had them? No, I I uh, I'd stopped drinking by that point. You but... give give them to children? Yeah, of course. They love them. Good. And you know what? It really does take the spring out of their knees. They suddenly <laughs> do not have that energy the kids always have. Right. They get a little irritable, but... Yeah. Their coordination goes right out the window. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. It's like putting <laughs> socks on a cat. It's just... <laughs> oh, I've so wanted to see... Like, it's horrible of me, but I've wanted to see, like drunk children or children on drugs or animals on drugs like things that should not be on substances on those substances not to the point where like it's going to hurt or harm or kill them but definitely to the point where it's affecting their so from the the well like 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 no 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 to to my point like that video of the kid in the back seat after getting the Uh, charlie who's who's high from the dentist right yeah that is like one of the funnier videos on the internet like you know just just seeing this kid totally messed Stop, right? Well, they already have no filter, so imagine. Exactly. Well, have you seen Charlie episodes like 7 through 12? They're pretty good. He, just keeps, he just keeps getting more. Yeah. <laughs> His keep, parents just keep you, taking it further and further. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. They, they just keep doping continue. him up. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah we got to get more hits. Yeah, yeah they just keep taking him to the doctor for all these useless <laughs> <surgeries>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need you to nitrous him up for his flu shot. Tons yeah, exactly. of elective surgery. Charlie <laughs> now has like fake Botox lips. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, think, I think he needs his pancreas rotated. <laughs> Again. He's had his appendix out, his gallbladder out, one of his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> Bone like, marrow transplant. He switched knees. I didn't even know they could do that. But somehow they switched his knees. But but it was really funny when he was all high on the way home. I picture Charlie episode five or something. They're like, go ahead, Charlie, say something funny into the camera. Is this real life or something? And he just goes, 
and throws up blood, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, now say something funny. <laughs> Next week, they're taking Charlie to get a vasectomy. Just, you know, something <laughs> optional, something fun. Um, you have his foreskin reattached and then, and then just detached. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Talking about a little boy's foreskin on hey. KWTF. Christmas. Christmas. Christmas, damn it. Christmas, Christmas. 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 It's not linked that directly. Oh. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Oh. Um, anyway. Uh. Let's take it too far oh, and going on with the Christmas theme, uh, we were also going to talk about best and worst Christmas movies. We were. Yeah. Um, we I think we mentioned this we once should. before, but one of my favorite Christmas movies is actually uh, The Ref with Dennis Leary and oh, Kevin yes. Spacey. Yes, Great quite. Christmas. Unsung hero of Christmas movies. It's one of the best Christmas movies because it's a hilarious comedy, really good actors, yep. actually hits you in the feels a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's one of my favorite holiday movies. I don't even like holiday movies in general, but I like The Ref. No, it's it's got a quick, acerbic kind of sense of humor throughout, mm-hmm. and it's subtle. You know, yeah, I really liked it too. Uh, and Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is fantastic. Well, that's, fact, that, that takes place that. on Groundhog Scrooged, Day, actually. but it is a Christmas movie, I suppose. Which one? Groundhog Day. Oh, it, well, yeah. Is is that a? Yes. Maybe Christmas I was thinking more like Scrooged. Yeah, Scrooge is also great. Scrooge, Scrooge, like Groundhog Day is winter and holiday. I mean, I, I think it might work, but. I need, I need to watch that again now, though. Sorry. I pulled up a list of some of the worst movies. <laughs> I have to and go. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest Saves Christmas is listed as one of the worst Christmas movies. Ah, I'm on. trying to remember right? that one. What was I, the you know, I remember watching it a bunch when I was a kid. Well, ah. he's got to find. He's got to save Christmas. He's got to find Santa. I think Santa got lost or something. I, it's funny. I remember like goes to camp, scared stupid. Uh, you know, right. like everything right. else. But like I he, can't. Think he helps Santa Claus one. find a successor. Hmm. All right. Well, no, okay. I, tonight, mm. I'm going to watch Groundhog Day and Ernest Saves Christmas. I'm down. I cry myself to sleep. Okay. Just FYI. Just like every night. Anyone wants to join me? Friday night. Jim Varney Fest. Who's coming with me? Who? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, there's Jingle All the Way. Has anyone even seen Jingle That's All the Arnold Way? Jingle All the Way. Yeah. We were going to riff that for Opposing Media, actually. So uh, that was Jingle All the Way was one of the movies we considered uh, MST3K yeah, style riffing. Yeah, why didn't we? Uh, we I think it was a matter of maybe just being too modern or well, the it's a, Well, it's a comedy, mm. too. It's hard to riff a comedy. Oh, yeah, that was probably it, too. Sinbad is in it, so it's definitely a comedy. Well, it's definitely not a good comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's, like, the best gift you ever received? Ever? Head. For Christmas. The Three Stooges Nintendo game. <laughs> uh, I got... Uh... Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think there's been a gift since then. I mean, there's been better gifts, but yeah. that was like the best one. I wanted it so bad. For 8-bit. For 8-bit. For, for NES. Actually, yeah. the best and worst uh, Christmas gift. My parents bought me the Nintendo wireless controllers uh-huh. for Christmas one year. For NES? Or for, any, for NES. For the original NES. wireless. Wow. There was wireless controllers. Almost as good as a Game Genie. Well, yeah. And they looked <laughs> they looked awesome. They were like kind of like extra thick and bulky, but they looked really slick and futuristic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know they existed. My parents just like bought some accessory. They're like, oh, just that, you know? And I didn't know they existed. So when I got it, I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was so psyched. And I was like, wow, this is like the first time my parents have really like wowed me with a present. Um, but they worked so terribly. They were infrared based, which means they were completely line of sight. They had no radio like frequency. You had to like point it at the you TV. You had to point it directly at the... at the receiver, which is like next to the Nintendo. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you deviate like inches to your left, right, up or down, or it's not pointing it exactly register. forward. So when you know when you're a kid and you move the controller around, you kind of like, you know, you get into it and you yeah, bounce around. Right. Right. You couldn't 
do that. Yeah. And so the remain old... completely still yeah. during Super Mario Bros. So there's got, no it... way I could like every time I jumped, I <laughs> would jump I, with the I, controller. I jerked the controller up about twelve <laughs> inches. <laughs> jump, jump, <laughs> go. Well, my sister and I found that the only way to effectively use them was like literally to, to consistently use it was to be one to two feet away from the receiver. <laughs> right. So literally much, much shorter than the actual core <laughs> you had to be. And so we But at I, least there's no cord. I tried using it for a solid week of just utter failure. And I literally was just like, I okay. <laughs> it was my first time as a kid getting something I really wanted and being like, this is crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> the Nintendo was like my first video game system ever. I we had Atari when I was a really little kid. Mm-hmm. And like I had a lot of fun with that actually, because uh, I uh, there was a um, Pitfall. There oh, was Pitfall a, yeah. was the bomb. Right? Yeah, and that was my favorite game like for years because you could play it for years and there was no end. Like you yeah. know, you just did you know jumping that, over scorpions. <laughs> did, did you know that there are modern Pitfall games? Uh, like in real life. Like, no, there are video games called like video like game Pitfall has been remade in the last several years. Mm-hmm. No, I did play the one made for eight bit Nintendo. Uh, Super Pitfall. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a crazy game. Oh my god, I had like just a twice morass. as many alligators. Uh, well, it just had a morass of like uh, Goonies kind of style levels or whatever. But like, it would get to a point where you'd always just get frozen in some weird ass like section that was not related to anything else. <laughs> I used to play. I didn't have an Atari when I was a kid. My uncles and my grandmother had one at, at their place, and we would sure. go there every year for holidays. Mm-hmm. And I would play them there. And uh, I remember that my favorite ones were. Was it uh, combat? Combat's That's great. It's a tank battle one, right? Uh, what was it? Uh, River raid. That was one of my favorites. It was That's like a where ni- you fly the plane. Yeah, it's down like a nineteen forty-two top-down like yep. shoot- shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitfall was the bomb, and yep. uh, let's see, uh, what was the what was the artillery one? Missile command, I think. Yeah, missile command was okay. I really liked combat because combat like, was the first multiplayer game. Well, you could have that one. Um, there was different styles of shooting the tank. Yeah. So you could switch it to like, you had to like be pointing right at the other guy and fire, or you could switch the bullets to like ricochet bullets yeah. or they called them pinball bullets or whatever. So you could just like fire one shot and it would take like a minute to bounce all the way across <laughs> the screen, like off, you know, two dimensional yeah. maze lines. And then like your opponent would get killed. Well, that was, that was probably right. the, the first game I've ever played my entire life. That was literally combat. That was direct opponent, live person huh. playing against another human being. Really? What about joust? Uh, when did Joust come I think out? I played Joust, but I think my, my first experience was combat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Joust may have been out well before, but... Mm-hmm. Joust, for me, was like a video game at the pizza parlor, kind of. Um, I did play <clears throat> Pong. I'm not sure if I even played Pong at the same time on you Atari. You sound like you're ancient. I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, I love dubstep and the <laughs> internet. <laughs> I teach twerking classes. I use Siri a lot. <laughs> I know I know all the ways to hate Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch is a god. I created four memes this afternoon. <laughs> They're all about cats. I can and did has cheeseburger. Um, I am 33 and a young, young man. <laughs> Uh, I think I had ColecoVision and uh, oh wow, and did you have that? Atari, I'm sorry. Did you? <laughs> Comm- Commodore sixty four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, that, yeah. that that was like the fringe stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. 
Um, anyway, no, we're, yeah. we're, we're really old. Uh, what's next on the sad? 2014, mm. the year that was. It sure was. Yep. <laughs> Still is a bit. If only I could remember anything that happened. Yeah. Actually, there were some pretty good movies. <laughs> My favorite movie that came out in 2014, mm-hmm. I can't remember the title, but it uh, was the guy, uh, damn it. Never mind. Uh, the Hotel, Tangiers, something like that. No, no, no. Uh, B- B- Budapest. Budapest. Or, yeah. Uh, Budapest Hotel. Grand or... Budapest Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Best movie so, of 2014. Really? That was, I didn't even see it. Oh, so good. Uh, Ralph, I thought it was, I thought it was Ralph good. Ralph Fiennes was... played such a unique character that was like so like it was fun to watch yeah he was so just like joy of life huh. kind of character That's right. but really not like annoying and like that italian actor annoying yeah, way yeah. where he's like everything is exciting it's not you right. know he was he had this really he was like genuinely subtle <laughs> yeah but he was also like really witty and like sharp and like he would just say like whatever was on his mind right there but he mm-hmm. was like intelligent he would just you know, like Nazi soldiers would get on the train and detain them, and he would just be like, "Come on, you goose stepping!" Da, da, da. But like he he had such fantastic vocabulary. Everybody did throughout the film. Yeah, yeah, it's and a, it, you know, it had that whole fanciful tone that that guy's film, Wes Anderson, yeah, Wes Anderson's okay. films typically have. Yeah. Uh, but I found it, it more like really, a Warner Brothers cartoon than most of his other stuff. Like I felt like huh. it was very like fast paced and like cartoony in that way. And uh, yeah. I like his films that that are along those lines. But I I thought it was. A, like my favorite's uh, 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 Life Aquatic, and that's like yeah. a balance between like Royal Tenenbaums, which is like very moody, but also like it got a great sense of humor to it, and um, I don't know something more comical like that. Uh, Grand Budapest seemed very like comical and high energy, Didn't and there was that, more like wacky camp... stuff happening at Didn't that point. Camp one with Bill Murray again, or something like the camp. Kids. Oh right, Moon, Moonrise Edward, Kingdom. Edward Norton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard. I never saw that, but I, I heard. saw it. It was good. Was uh, it? Oh, yeah, by the way, not my favorite, but it was good. My my favorite movie, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Uh, Birdman. That's I a, was going to say the same the thing. Best damn movie I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, that I movie. Still haven't seen it. I need to. For some to. reason, and it's not like it's spectacular, but it just does things so well and so much differently than other movies, and it takes a lot of risks, and it it really is like. Yeah, you're going to watch the movie that we made. Like, we don't really care about appeasing you. This is about us making a statement. Like, it it, it felt like it was really, like, a piece of art as yeah. well as, like, a good movie and, like, inter- entertaining. All the characters, all the actors seem to be, like, having, like, playing a parallel version of their actual life, yeah. you know, who they are. And It, it seemed like it really, a really deep performances from everyone. And it also seemed to hit every range of human emotion Mm -hmm. like from joy to despair to like suicidal thoughts to like laughter and silly and dark delusion to like realization of like where you are in life i like like, i had trouble like identifying like an emotional state on the on the radar that like wasn't tapped upon in some way right yeah birdman's great that would be my favorite of 2014 that i can think of also the most creatively shot film i think oh gosh yeah it was was, so just for the record the entire movie is done as uh edited very cleverly as one continuous non-stop take Mm -hmm. so there's i think a cut in near the very beginning and at the very very end there are like a few quick cuts and the whole bulk two plus hours of the movie is done shot one continuous camera shot you never see it flip to another 
other scene. It just follows the camera permanently. I kept turning and going like, is this still the same shot? Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, yeah I noticed I it for the first five minutes. I was like, this has been one shot. Yeah, and I leaned over to Matlock too. Like, is this still one shot? Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. And it took us like 15 minutes to realize that they were cleverly yeah, editing edit, putting it. Edit, yeah, right. We just huh? thought it was like the most amazing long take ever. And then I realized like, oh my God, the whole movie is this. Right. Once yeah. you see it, once you really look for the edits, you can kind of see, oh, that person walked by the camera and it's yeah. like new they take. They turned around yeah, a doorway it's... really fast and or walked through darkness and, right. and you could see where they did the editing, right. but it's subtle and you actually have to look for it. Yeah, exactly. What a creative, I like that. It's it's a really fun movie. Nice. Um, Guardians did... of the Galaxy, that was another... That was fun. That, that was, was really, really that fun. Was really, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Although, I like I said, I'll, the standout for me was Birdman this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about worst movies? <sighs> How this year? Uh, I think Transformers 4 <laughs> was pretty Did awesome. that? Was that a thing? <laughs> the, the dinosaur one. Um, is, that, is Shia LaBeouf still doing this? No, those? no. They yeah. rebooted it with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. And, what? Uh, see, that was pretty epic. John uh, Turturro still in them? I think so. Like, they just... What am I still doing here? <laughs> Confused. Ah! Uh, God, worst movies this year. Worst movies. Uh, what did I see that I hated? The new Hobbit movie was pretty disappointing, but not oh, the worst. You know, yeah. it was so comical. It was so, like... It felt to me like, especially um, the guy who like is fighting the dragon at the beginning, where he takes down Smaug or yeah. whatever. Like that whole scene is so like campy, right? Exactly. It's like let's make him just an impossible badass, and everything he does <laughs> is just like thousands of people are dying around him. Why not? You know, it's just like he just like Peter Jackson throwing his hands up in the air, like whatever. You know, well, like Le Lord of the Rings is all serious in tone, and and the one thing that I kind of like about the Hobbit movies is it's a little lighter in tone. Like there's actually more humor and they put sometimes much... it hits sometimes not but this was just sort of like screw it this is my last movie i'm just gonna go ahead and like make every every action scene like super duper and well, i'm gonna make what... every like line like super funny or campy or this or that and i read i read a great article today called like someone like stop peter jackson <laughs> and, no literally it was called stop peter jackson and um you should check it out by george lucas <laughs> yeah you're gone too far ironically <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> um but yeah they mentioned that same thing about how he went so over the top. The problem is, is that they took this universe from Lord of the Rings, where everything is very grounded, very realistically represented, and there were dark, well-rounded characters mm -hmm. in Lord of the Rings, and they made this such a definitive expansion of that universe, but then ignored physics and gravitas and reality. Right. And they did. It's literally like he's going, "This is a fantasy movie, so stuff's going to happen that is unbelievable." It, it doesn't <laughs> like, fit, though. It doesn't fit yeah. like with a well realized dark grim beautiful world mm -hmm. you can't just throw in like campy stupid combat yeah and really really over the top like video game-esque battles yeah right and have mm -hmm. it like work it yeah. doesn't work mm -hmm. and that's what i it actually identified what bothered me about the whole trilogy yeah it shows a lack of care and he he got roped into doing these things he didn't oh, want yeah, to he it was, seems like he was forced against, I think. yeah against his will um, but they mentioned that he took the kind of excess that he did from his earliest movies, like Bad Taste and Meet Right, the it reminded me of that, and I was like, I actually like his sense of humor, so I'm not as turned off, but I can see how it just doesn't work with this no. fantasy. Oh, it's, really. it's, the kind, it's the kind like of there tone. were like jokes a la the Frighteners, yeah, and, and right, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was Jeez. it was very it was way way too silly, campy, and with a complete disregard for physics mm -hmm. in a way too well realized and grounded world that right. clashed with each other. Yeah, totally, mm -hmm. I can see that. 
Christmas, damn it. Christmas, yeah. damn it. I like train wrecks. I'm going to say I like that. You All know, right. I like when things just totally like jumble up in a way where it's like, this doesn't make any sense and nobody's happy. That's that's what I <laughs> that's root for. Thing. I know. Yeah. It's totally you're, my thing. You're a bad person. That's why I love Monkey Bone. Um, speaking um, of movies, speaking of train wrecks, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, watch Snowpiercer. I think we mentioned it once before, but you're just like, obsessed with that movie. I still haven't seen if it. If opposing media could have the money to sponsor one movie, uh, yeah, <laughs> it would be Snowpiercer. Can we riff it? Snowpiercer. No. Would it be riffable? No. I wouldn't want to do it to it. Okay. Don't, he, he, doesn't, he loves the he movie. Loves it. okay. It's so good. I, I have it downloaded. I have not seen it yet. So. It's so, it's great. Oh, yes. Um, well, let's, uh, as we head toward the top of the hour, I'm going to pretend to be host for a hot minute. Um, Take it away, Adam Aragon. Hey, Adam Aragon. Of opposing here. media here at 88.1 FM KWTF. Uh, uh, it's time for our special guest segment, right? Yes, yes. So we have a special guest tonight. Um, <gasps> yes, we do. Joining us in the studio. Uh, joining us in the studio uh, here with a, uh, a public service announcement. Is that Let's correct? Let him in. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Hang on one sec. All right. That's you can just sit right here next to me. Oh, here. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, uh there you go. Uh this Hello. Hi. hi. Hey, uh, you can tone it down a little yeah, bit. You don't have to sir. yell quite so loud. What's your name? Uh I'm Tex. Who are you? So, you're Tex the Texan. Is that what I'm reading here? That is easy for people to understand. So, I go by that name. Tex the Texan. My last name is too hard to pronounce. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Tex the Texan, um, you, you said you're here with a, a special message uh, that you want to uh, deliver to our listeners. So. Yeah, I was told the same thing. You had a special holiday well, message. And... I, I, feel, I feel it is necessary to point out that I am an immortal. Oh, okay. That's right. Wow. I live in the annals of history with the few people known as those who cannot die. On a side note, I would like to die, but I can't. So you you literally can't die. Have you tried actually taking your own life? I have tried stabbing, shooting, poison, maiming, decapitation, neurosurgery, oh and several hundred other things. You tried decapitation. I have a gigantic warehouse filled with implements of death and destruction in the hopes that one of them will shuffle me off this ever-present mortal coil. I mean, isn't it likely that eventually you'll just die of old age or give out or something? I mean, you can't just not die. Every single time someone has, walks up, has walked up behind me, I find myself begging that it will be the icy hand of the reaper come to take me to my long overdue and undoubtedly shameful end. I finish every single day with a fervent prayer to one of several deities to take my life and my wretched soul off this plane of existence. I occasionally threaten and cajole these gods as well, especially Baal, the voodoo god of death, but to no avail. Okay, uh, uh, okay, well, it, it seems like you have In a some recent fans. letter sent by Sid Shrenton from Calibori, Ohio, he asked, Dear Tex, have you tried starvation? Let me just give you a tiny, minuscule shred of the disappointment that is my ever-living existence by saying, I have not eaten in 25 years. On the off chance that a pure lack of fuel can cause the unstoppable motor that is my heart, I have forgone food for some time now, and I'm unfortunately alive. I mean, it's noble, but there must be a method that... I have shot up with Clorex. Windex, Ajax, broken glass, and just about anything I could fit in a syringe or my jugular. 
I have leaped from mighty cliffs and buildings face first into unyielding concrete. Oh. Oh, and while explains. the pain associated with these actions is still in full effect, I still am alive. I mean, there's got to be a more creative solution. I have it. driven cars at over 200 miles per hour into walls. I worked as a cab driver in New Jersey. Oh, God. I ate bugs, <laughs> spiders, scorpions. I have punched deadly snakes in the face. Dear Lord. Wow. In an, all in an attempt to kill myself. Wow. I have actually sunk myself to the bottom of the ocean oh. and am planning a trip next year into the sun itself. It's amazing. While so far every one of my millions of attempts at a blissful and deserved end to this eternal sh suffering that is my life has failed. I remain optimistic that some form of torture and punishment will finally eradicate the fiery candle that is my damned soul. Don't you think that there's something to take from this? I mean, it's you've been chosen to not die. Don't you think like there's a deeper spiritual meaning to what's behind this? Yeah. I have learned the meaning of life several times over and determined that it is simply not worth living. I have found Jesus, Buddha, Gandhi, Mohammed and Satan himself, and begged each of them to give me the dirt nap I so desperately need. Yet still our Lord above continues to give me the heavenly equivalent of the finger, while I stroll around making a mockery of nature and the cycle of life itself. Okay, well, do you have a message for the, for the public that you'd like to deliver? Yes. I turn to you, dear listener. I beg of you and your sense of moral self and decency to please come on down here and kill me. Use whatever means you find necessary. Riddle my hide with bullets while your friends use flamethrowers. Do whatever it takes, but please, take my life. Do it for Tex. All Thank right, you, gentlemen. I'm going to step outside and wait for some listeners to come by. Okay. I appreciate the time. Can I? Thank just, you, Tex. Can I just ask one sure. question before you go? Certainly. Tex, just one question. How long have you been alive? When was Texas founded? Uh, I mean, originally, it, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think. I was there uh, for th 3,000 years prior to the invention of Texas. Okay. Wow. So you're, you're like the first... You're the Texan. I am Tex the Texan. Yes. That is why I go by Tex the Texan. It's I not... was the first Texan. All right. Well, thank you, Tex. I for your think time. I see a man with a flamethrower. I have to leave. Did okay. you invent steers? Okay, well, that was Tex the Texan here in the studio today, the, the Texan who wants to die and cannot. So thank you, Tex, for right. uh, visiting us with that public Did you guys service. notice that guy kind of looked and sounded like me? A little bit. A little the, bit. The and why can't I be in the studio when, when we have the guests in? You Is have that... to sit outside and wait because there are not enough chairs, and okay. you know that. Yeah. But there's there's Joe isn't here this week. Yeah, but there's still not enough chairs. Okay. If any of our listeners want to help try to kill Tex, uh, you can email us at www.opposingmedia.com. Or, uh, yeah, info at opposingmedia.com, and you can let us know uh, what your method would be to kill Tex. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, oh, yeah, hey, to top off our show, I have uh, a little bit of uh, Christmas cheer for you. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Steven, talk about yourself for one hot minute, will you? Pulling up well, cheer. Well, we're just going to remind you that we are Opposing Media. This is the Opposing Media Podcast Away Show. You can catch old episodes at www.opposingmedia.com. Uh, remember, you're listening to us on KWTF 88.1 FM, Bodega Bay, and they rely on listener support and volunteer programmers. So get involved at kwtf.net.
And remember also tomorrow night is the KWTF. Uh, they're going to be live streaming the Nostalgia Fest uh, tomorrow night, Saturday, December 20th from 5 p.m. to midnight. That's going on to benefit uh, the Phoenix Theater. Yes, indeed. Uh, for the final component of our Christmas, damn it, opposing media show, uh, I'm going to read an article. Um, Make it quick. Yes. Two-minute article, my friend. From, from funny.com with an H, F-U-H-N-N-Y.com, Christmas history. Uh, I'm often consulted as the world's foremost leader on the origins of the Christmas holiday. It's true. I'm also consulted for ways to make the perfect omelet and where to find a picture of Miley Cyrus's vagina. That was me. But assuming you're wearing pants and not making breakfast, you want the skinny, the facts on Christmas, and I'm here to give them. One, Christ plus mass equals energy. The name Christmas is in itself an equation created by famed mathematician Andrew Lloyd Gershowitz in the year 380 BC. No way. Some of the earliest mathematicians couldn't find a way to integrate science and religion. This being well before the creationist theorem, which was invented by apes in the late 14th century. So Gershowitz's theorem, or Gershie's guess, is that nativity and relativity could coexist through the simple concept that Jesus was in fact a number. As this is largely before the supposed birth of Christ, no one could contest this long-standing theory. Uh, the Big Tree. Many of us have enjoyed the age-old tradition of going into the snowy wilderness, finding a beautiful and sturdy pine or Douglas fir, and beating it to death in front of its tree-shaped babies before decapitating it and dragging it home on the ski rack of our collective Volvo station wagons. This tradition can be traced back as far as 2000 BC, well before the advent of Christmas, when our ancestors would bring home trees in the hopes of mating with them, generally in an unsuccessful fashion. However, to this day, we still attempt to whore out the dilapidated pine with enough glitz and tinsel to make Marilyn Monroe blush. 30 seconds. Hoping to someday gain its favor sexually. There's many more information about Christmas history, and you can find them at funny.com, F-U-H-N-N-Y.com for Christmas history. And that's it. Thank you, everybody in Sonoma County. We are the Opposing Media Podcastaways. It was Christmas, damn it. Have yourself a good one. We'll see you in 2015. The future, 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 future. Look for us on Opposing Media. Also in the future, 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 future